previously on Anything Goes. On another episode. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. I don't really love imagining any man masturbating. Right. That's not hot to you? No. No, I didn't think it would be. There's (laughs) something... Not you particularly. I don't think any woman really finds can I, can a gay as is, is Pete left the room? Or? No, he's still here. Wait, I'm waiting for Rebecca to okay. turn around and look at me. <laughs> okay. What do you okay. think? I'll ask, I'll ask Pete the same disturbing. question. Hey, now, Pete, if there was a guy that you once went out with, and he came up to you and said, since we've broken up, Pete, right. uh, there's a, a dude on the internet that I found that reminds me of you. Well, for, I'd be so confused. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that, did I date a guy when I was in a blackout? for a while yeah now uh, <laughs> it was just one night but it was uh it, like you packed a lifetime into a night but would you be like okay first of all would you okay rebecca would you want to see the girl that he thinks looks like you that's in porno i me me uh, you would you'd look her up come yeah. on you wouldn't want to see oh who does make this sure she's like a third of? eye or like it's a bad Adam's no, I have a good example to answer this question okay. Do you, there's a british show called survivors and it's about a virus that kills most of the world, and yes, then there's yes. like 10 people left. Okay. And somebody, the comedian Don Whitwell said, I watched the show Survivors, and there's a girl on that show that looks just like you. Right. So. And then Don Whitwell masturbated to it? Or you? It's possible. <laughs> it is. I'm not going to speak for Don. Right. I like Don a lot. Sure. I'd be flattered. If she um, masturbated. If she just did. the fact Dave does it, it's creepy. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? When they're finished informing the neighborhood that they've moved in, they'll get back to taking shit. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey there, everybody. It is uh, June 11th. Uh, That is the week. Uh, This is Anything Goes with uh, Dave Martin and Darren Frost. Uh, Beside me, as always, is the... uh, is the relentless Darren Frost. Yes. How are you, Darren, this week? I'm very well. How are you, David? I'm all, well, you know, I'm all right. We got, like, some serious Vancouver weather over the next two days. Yes. It's, uh, it was, uh, nice yesterday. It was great it yesterday. It was, uh, it's kind of shit today, and it's supposed to be shit tomorrow, possibly yep. shit Wednesday. Right. Uh, even though you are probably hearing this on a Wednesday, because that's when it airs. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's very Vancouverish outside mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's that's the one drawback everyone says about Vancouver it's just it rains all the time well yeah Seattle it's the same thing yeah. it's uh, the suicide capital of North America because of all the bad weather right does it really Supposedly, is it really yes, is yes, the, the suicide, suicide capital? capital of North America? Seattle. They don't. They don't make a big deal out of it. It's either do they? Seattle or Portland, and they're very, very close and have the same weather. I can't remember if it's Portland or Seattle. I think it's Seattle. Well, because they talked a lot about because of Kurt Cobain when he killed himself, that came up a lot. Because <laughs> well, a lot of talk about suicide was around then as well, right? Yeah, but if you've already suffered from depression and stuff, you'd think that you'd move to somewhere that wasn't well known as the suicide capital sure, of the world. Sure, to keep the numbers down, you'd well, probably, yeah, move, yeah. Well, not, I mean, but you think uh, for I don't his own... T- I don't want to tarnish this beautiful town. I'm going to move, I'm going to kill myself. Well, it's already tarnished if it's known as kill the suicide capital of the world. Kill yourself in That's what I'm saying. Kill well, yourself and 
in Atlanta. It's, go to Atlanta and just fucking. Or you'd whack think yourself. that you would go to a, like a really happy place. Yeah, like Disneyland. Yeah, like put a gun in your mouth on the fucking Magic Kingdom. No, I would. Uh, no, I right beside Mickey Mouse. I would kill myself on one of the rides. Yeah, I would jump underneath one of the roller coasters and get like decapitate yourself, decapitated, or just scalp myself. Yeah, yeah. That would be uh, what I would do. I would like tarnish. I would tarnish the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, with my with my uh, bloody innards. That's what I would do. You know, they don't have a, a great rep, but my mom had like a, a, I don't want to say a fake heart attack, but she had a, she thought she was having a heart attack and she had something else, but they okay. uh, they took her by ambulance out of the Magic Kingdom to a hospital. They paid for everything yeah. and gave her free tickets to the Magic Kingdom again. I'm like, fuck it. That's what I'm going to do at like eight o'clock at night. I'm not feeling that well. I've had the full day there. I'm going to fucking fake a heart attack and then get new tickets. Well, how was her, like how much drama did she create uh, at the Magic Kingdom? Oh, it's my I'm mother. Not- Come on. I'm, I'm sure it's a lot of drama. Well, I don't know your mother. I don't, I don't know, know if she's sure filled, uh, if, if she overflows with the she overflows dramatic with horseshit. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, okay. Then, but would you want to make that big, like, would you be like, oh my God, that's great. Free got... tickets are involved. Yeah, why not? It's expensive at Disney World. Well, why would they think that someone would want to come back to a place where they were almost, well, that I almost died? Yeah, I know. I guess that's all they can give. Yeah. But no, there must be other Disney shit, other places you could go sure. to. Sure. Go to, go to LA, go to the other coast and have a heart attack. Well, no, they're not going to buy you a plane ticket and go fuck off over <laughs> there. Maybe you can uh, stir up. Uh, well, we'll find out, actually, uh, the day that you hear this episode, we will find yes. out if we have been nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award. Oh, does uh, that come out? Uh, I believe it, this Wednesday it does. Um, nominations, uh, nominees come out. Do we you said, really think we're going to get it, Dave? Well, we did last year. Yeah, we didn't think that uh, we did. We didn't think that we were. Right. Uh, but, I think there's uh, much did... more competition now. Well, okay. Let's not shit on it before it happens. No, I'm just saying. I'm 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 prepared for it maybe happening, but you know, well, it doesn't sound like you're prepared for us getting nominated. You're prepared. I, you are more prepared for us not getting nominated. Sure, that's, that's, that's the way to do it. But is it? Yeah. But it's nice to be hopeful about things. Sure. <laughs> all right, is that you being hopeful about things? Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. We can do that. Well, I mean, as as, as much as we kind of get buried sometimes here at SiriusXM, and we get kind of get drowned in all the promotions for other shows, but uh, I do feel that the yeah, I think we got just as good a chance. We submitted our Ron sure. James episode. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a strong episode. I'm just saying, just the, the proliferation of other things and other shows. I think that in our category is why. I'm just saying, you know, it's a, probably a lot for the judges to wade through and to choose. Well, we did some star fucking by choosing the Ron. James episode, sure. as much as it was a good one. It was a good one. We yeah. wanted a, a big name attached to... Uh, sure. Well, who did we submit last year? What, what episode was that last year that got us... I can't remember. be funny if we fucked up and sent the wrong. Oh, it was the Guy Earl year. episode. Oh, right. Okay. No, we didn't. controversial episode about the Guy Earl controversy. Right. Yes. Has anything ever come of that? Oh, well, he got charged. You got he got charged he, and he, he paid it out? I don't know if he paid it or not. I'd like to find that out. <laughs> For those listening at home who don't know the story, it was a, a comic in Vancouver that um, uh, was heckled by two lesbians oh. in, uh, in, a, in a bar, and uh, he was up on human rights violations, and the tribunal found him guilty, and he was uh, charged with, I think, $30,000 was the fine. Where do they get to... Wow, fuck. I wish he would call me a cunt and I could be a big deal. Make fuck, a big yeah, deal make out of 30 it. grand out of it. Uh, our, our guest today is Andrew Johnson. He's uh, in the yes. uh, studio, in the control room. Comedian uh, and producer of comedian. a very, very uh, popular show in Toronto called Bitch Salad. He will be in for sure. And then, uh, oh, and he just successfully uh, crossed his eyes. Didn't you just, yes, he just did that. Nice. I can't do that. Can you, can you cross your eyes? Yeah, I can. It's uh, creepy when I do it. 
Or were you just trying to do it now? I'm doing it right now. No, I you're see. not. Yes, I am. You no, know, you're not. Yeah. Okay, are you going to believe you, the guy with the eyes, or the guy that's I'm fucking staring I, at you? I, I, that's my eyes being crossed. Well, do, try it again. <laughs> this is the most boring radio show ever. Do well, something physical. Well, so the people at home who okay, are Okay, well, the physical thing that you were trying to do, you yeah. can't do. How can they prove that? They can't see me. They could take my word for it. Well, like, they're going to do that. If they listen to this, this show, they're going to take your word on I don't something? Lie, I don't lie about uh, a lot of things. A, a lot of things. A lot of things. Uh, one thing I want to talk about um, is there's this uh, thing going on on the internet right now. We've talked about many weeks in a row about all this um, controversy about the the rape jokes and oh. if they're if they're you know, they should be in comedy clubs or not, or freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. Well, this whole thing of rape culture has been spilling out and also the media um, about uh, the proliferation of rape culture and the idea of what's right and wrong. And this girl signed up for an online dating site. Uh, it was called a new site called Let's Date. Uh, hope, and they're hoping to take the creepiness out of online dating by creating a safer work environment platform to help people connect via matches that are made with information that you post on Facebook. Right. So it matches you up with people, and then it tells the other person that you're around. And I guess this guy just found this girl and just started, you know, tweeting her, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then he tweeted a picture of her, of him, completely naked with his cock out. I think that's sort of in when you are completely naked. I think it's implied that you have your cock. Well, okay. Out. Well, you know, he could have taken it from the the cock up, I guess. Or he could have done a tuck job and right. be like. And uh, she was not happy about it, so she didn't answer. And then he said, what, you don't like? And she went, fuck no. And he goes, too big for you? And he, and she goes, I didn't need to see that. I don't need to be respected by someone I don't even know. He keeps on going on and on, calls her a prude. And she says, fuck off, don't ever message me again. He keeps on messaging. Then what does she do? She threatens, because this is through Facebook and all his information's there, his mother's profile is on Facebook as well. And she says that, uh, I don't like how you're sexually harassing me with this. If you continue, uh, I'm going to send this picture to your mother. <laughs> And well, let her know how she's raised a uh, a guy who is not being appropriate uh, and being sexually harassing. Oh, okay. Well, can you blame the mother? Do you think mother? that's too far? You, uh, no, I, I think that should have happened. You think she should send the picture to the why mother? Why the fuck not? I mean, why not? If <laughs> I'm, I'm, For you, everything is that. Why the fuck not? But I mean, I mean it's, it's is that a line that, that's crossed? Well, I think he crossed the line sending her a nude pic in the first place. I think right. it shows that he has very uh, little knowledge of women, that most women would like to know probably what your interests are and like what your favorite movie is and what kind of band you like to listen to more than right. the, let me see your cock. Right. Uh, I just don't, because, you know, I mean, women are usually credited with wanting more out of a relationship than just like what they're physically attracted to. Right. So obviously this guy doesn't know a lot about women in the first place. And uh, I wouldn't blame his mother because I don't think his mother ever no, sat him down think, and said, listen, blaming the in the future there will be a thing about uh, where you can send photos through a thing called Twitter and uh, or Facebook and... But yeah, yeah. Not, no, it's not to blame the mother. It's to get to show the mother what the son is doing. But that's a form of shaming the, the son. Yeah. You know, if my mom knew all the shit I did, right. I mean, first of all, I've told her pretty much everything, so it doesn't, doesn't really work for me. But uh, I think for the average person, there are things you wouldn't want your parents to know what you're into, and uh, you know, that's a form of shaming. Yeah. No, I agree. But do you have proof of? Is there physical proof of the things that you've done in the past that might have been uh, that someone could tell? Be a tattletale on you? Well, I mean, you know, if she, you if she read my, my parents read my blog or watched my act, there are things in there that are very much they probably didn't know about. Okay. Do you think your parents would feel uh, different about the, the stuff that you say on stage if you never crossed over and became a paid professional comic? 
Like if you were just if you know if you had been an amateur comic sure. for twenty years and uh, and you don't have uh, it's not a form of income for you, do you think they'd be a lot more like, hey, you should really cut this out, and it's not good enough for it to just to be a hobby with you? Um, why why do you have to have these people know this stuff when yeah, right? Yeah, but the fact that it's so like. Um, I mean, my parents already say to me, why do you have to let people know about this stuff? I mean, they do say that. They're not doing it in a, a ranty kind of bitchy way, but they just don't understand. They're like, I don't understand this need to let people know that you de- did this, 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 and this. Yeah, but I, I mean, just don't but understand it, it. it probably makes them happy or it comforts them that you are making a, a couple of bucks from it, right? Well, I'm sure they're they're happier about it because of that, but I don't think they're true. Like, I think my parents are proud of me, but I think they'd be probably more proud of me if I... I don't know. I, I think that they're probably proud of me that I'm doing what I want to do, but I think deep down if I was a lawyer or a doctor, they'd be happier. Okay. So if you were a I lawyer— I think that's fair. If you were a lawyer and you were going out and in the evening and telling dick jokes, they wouldn't really care? They probably wouldn't care. Right. Okay. But if you were unemployed and still going out and telling dick, dick jokes, jokes, yeah, and then they, they'd be like, yeah. yeah, you should stop telling dick yeah. jokes. But as long as you're telling dick jokes for money, they're a yeah. little bit more cool with it? Yeah, like they know a lot of the stuff that I've been, you know, how my actors got me into trouble and I can't work as much because of it in certain areas of showbiz. That's the thing where they're like, well, do you really have to do these jokes? See, I would leave that part. I wouldn't tell them that. But they know that. How do they know that? Because they're like, hey, how come you don't do commercials anymore? How come you don't do this anymore? Why can't you just be like, oh, I don't know. How come you get fired? You got fired from that, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but how would they know that, though? Because I put it on my blog. Oh, and they read your blog? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then they're following your career, and that's kind of nice, too. Yeah. But anyways... But I don't. I don't know if you have to be paid for it. If that matters. No, but. I think to a lot of parents that does matter. That's, really? that's the point of just. I know with my folks, they were just sort of like as long that once they found out that I was getting paid to do go on stage and tell right. jokes, then they were a, lot, a little bit more comfortable with it. Uh, I think most parents are a lot happier about it the first time you've been on television. Yeah. I think that legitimizes what you do. It legitimizes. Yeah. But I think it does uh, you know, make what you do legitimate when you do a little bit of TV. You, um, yeah. Well, For sure. In your parents' eyes, because that's the, the barometer that they have. They don't know any different. They don't know any better. They're like an average you know, person. I think it makes a difference if, it's, if you're getting paid to do it and it's a part of your income. No, that's I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's even yeah. a bigger thing when they, oh, and he's also been on TV. No. They can say that, you know? I know that, well, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Maybe not about the TV so much thing. So we were, last week we ran out of time, but you wanted to bring up double standards. Oh, Remember? right. Well, then we could talk about this with uh, Andrew as well, because... Uh, uh, he might have some. Actually, one thing I do want to mention about the the guy sending the uh, the nude photos. Mm-hmm. What always amazes me uh, that that it seems to be, uh, and maybe this is just a part of this sort of like um, shameless sort of culture that we live in now. Okay. But people just seem to think that if you take a photograph of your cock or your breasts or your you know yeah. of your cooch, whatever it is, uh, and it, that people seem to think that it literally goes from your phone directly to your to your right, phone right where it doesn't it, it goes from a your series phone, of networks yeah it goes bang 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 through a bunch of different yep. devices yes so it's like this well, it's is not electronic glory holes all right place, yeah. well so i mean there is a collection of all i mean there is a collection yes. of all these photographs yes that are showing up somewhere yes. it's not so personal and i don't know if people really know now, that that there's a data bank of all these like nude pics of people but then again so many people like if you watch like a daytime talk show so many people when they are presented with something embarrassing usually most people's reactions are oh, oh yeah you just jealous yeah and all that shit but it just it's funny to me that people think that that's not going anywhere else but your phone and isn't it a bit of a double standard that if a girl sent you a picture of her naked you probably wouldn't be up that upset well no i know we wouldn't well no i wouldn't no yeah. that's fine by me yeah no but matter I mean, what she looks like i don't care but that's you know but that's fucking 
that goes way back to uh, the fact that the caveman times does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some caveman is going to just draw a big picture of a penis yeah. out in the sand outside yeah. of a woman's cave. Sure. She's going to be oh fine. And then the woman drives, you know, draws a vagina with ants coming out the bottom because she's got an STD. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think they diagnosed those things back it's, there. It's caveman crabs. Or they just have those black sort of mark movements so that, yeah. that shows that her vagina is itchy or something. Yeah, like that. that's right. I don't know, but that's. But that goes to the fact that a chick's more likely to be like, oh, what's the kind of guy, what's the guy like on the inside? Right. Right. And we just care about what they feel like on the inside. Well, so. that's the first thing that, but maybe women are becoming more superficial now, too, that they- Let's hope. Well, why? You yeah. shouldn't hope for that. Yeah, let's hope. I don't hope for that. I don't care. I'm done. I'm married. I don't care what happens. No, but your wife could leave you. Oh, she probably will. Well, you went on a huge rant about divorced at 50. Yeah. This morning you were like, yeah. I'm on fire on Twitter. You I was. Mentioned on, I was. But then I checked it out and you had like two posts from the no, last I like, hour. I had like nine. Oh, okay, you had That's nine. That's on fire for me. Nine, eight of them were retweeted, and they're pretty funny. One got, you know, a lot of traction. What were some of the things that? The and one did that you, I said, was, your wife's never going to leave you. Though. Well, you don't know. The one, the one was uh, my wife said that I, I put the word penis and happiness. That was right. cute. Oh, I, yeah. That's that was, her bit, though. Yeah, that's her bit. <laughs> but I mean, uh, what would happen if you went out on the dating scene? You should hope that you're. Uh, you'd have to pump up the charm a bit. Sure, right? I guess. I guess. A friend of mine's getting divorced from his wife, and uh, and I think that's going to be quite uh, interesting. Would you? Have you ever online dated? Never. Why? It scares the way me. You said that never. Well, but you can. I don't want to totally sound like get a jackass. You, want. you can totally wanna... get what you want through online. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe what's the one where you just hook up with? Uh... Plenty of fish. No, is that a hookup site? Plenty yeah, of fish. A hookup site. Yeah? yeah. I'm getting the gestures of yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's I'm one. More... We'll talk about this, Andrew. When well, he comes yeah, in. I want to inquire about a grinder for straight people. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there is one of those. Okay, is, I just yeah. kind of got enough. Okay, we're gonna. We should. We'll, do we we'll got to get out of here? Let's take a break. We got to get out of here. When we come back, we'll come back with Andrew. With Andrew Johnston, we'll be uh, in the hot seat for the interview, and we'll talk some more about his. Oh uh, my! Show and my that he's double standards up. thing. Yeah. And double standards. Right. And we're back to anything goes. They're giving away puppies in the back of their van. This is anything goes. Hi, I'm Noel Fielding, and uh, I'm performing in Toronto to the Torontonians, a rare breed of people with ram's legs who emerge from forests at dawn. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. Enjoy. Get that shit out of your ears and put this shit in. This is Anything Goes. All right, we are uh, back. It is uh, June 11th. Uh, it's the week of June 11th, 2013. Uh, you are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Darren's uh, in the studio, and uh, right between us is uh, Andrew Johnson. How are you, Andrew? I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. We've uh, wanted to get you in for a while. Yeah, but uh, yeah. one of the big shows that uh, you do in Toronto mm-hmm. is at the uh, Buddies and Bad Times Theater. Mm-hmm. And we always wanted to have you come in to promote one of those shows. Yeah. It's the, the, show, the name of the show is Bitch Salad. Bitch Salad. 
And, uh, and what number is this for you? This is the 31st. 31st? 31st fucking poster. And in, in 20 or 30 seconds, to let people who know who may not know what Bitch Salad is, what is the what is the show? Bitch Salad is basically a showcase of female, primarily female comedians for a primarily gay male audience, but it's, of course, expanded to beyond. And uh, we have our Pride edition June 28th. Every year, uh, this is the fifth one that we've had. It's a very, uh, it's a very like, big gala edition deal, right. uh, i.e. I have money to bring in, like, a, you know, uh, talent from out of town this year. I'm bringing in Julie Klausner from the podcast. How was your week? So that's yeah. going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of surprises always happen. This is the one that actually uh, five years ago featured the uh, final onstage performance from Jackie Burroughs. Yes, I yes, remember that. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. When producing those shows, at what point did you feel like you needed to get uh, like someone from out of town to headline the show to bring in a I would do that with every show if I had the budget, but I right. don't. I only have it for the Pride one because that's the only time I get access to the main space. Uh, right. Or else I would do it all the time. Like, right. I would do, you know, Jen Kirkman was just here. Like, okay, bring her in. But I don't have the budget for that otherwise because I have to do it in the smaller space. Right. The other, the other times. And, w- and where did, like, where did the uh, the uh, the idea to showcase female comics over uh, over guys? Uh, it was around, two th- well, you know, it's not, I'm not being, like, you know, um, you know, uh, bigoted, but uh, it was in 2007, and just kind of, uh, when I saw actually Catherine Ryan, you know Catherine Ryan? Yes, of course, yes. Yes. Yeah, and I, I was on Wednesdays at Yucks with her, and she mm-hmm. was up there, and she's an amazing comic, but very, like, you know, very assertive, aggressive, but very put together, very pretty, and I would notice she went on stage, and every single woman in the audience, their arms would cross, and every guy would be like, of course. Oh, I want to come on your face. And her stuff was so <laughs> funny. It was yeah. so amazing. Uh, but no one was, like, people were resistant to accept it, except for a pocket of gay friends that I had with me who thought it was the greatest fucking thing ever and I was like I want to take that and put it in front of those that's and like so a... that's where it kind of came from right. it's, it's to foster sort of Canada's Kathy Griffin Sarah Silverman's Margaret Cho's stuff like that so. right I mean but you've had uh, like I mean uh, who hosted I think everyone who's ever co-hosted this show with us like uh, you know Christina Re- Re- uh, Christina Kathleen. Rebecca Kohler oh, yeah. Uh, Christina Walker, John Rebecca Kohler, Kathleen McGee—they've oh, yeah. all been on your show, yep. um, and, and that is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I think chicks are the only people that think that they need to dress down for being on stage, mm-hmm. and guys that doesn't seem well, to make that much no, of a difference. No, uh, Craig Campbell's a good example of someone who would always—I hate to use the term—ugly it up a bit because he was a very attractive guy. So he would like he'd grow a beard or he would wear a mm-hmm. kind of disheveled look. So it wasn't like some kind of pretty boy on stage. Well, no one wants to see. No one wants to laugh at someone more attractive than them. You know. <laughs> Sure, there, there's been that's, that's been a yeah Maybe a debate for so a long time. I, I wouldn't say it's that you're ugling yourself up. Um, I I think I like to think more like you're neutralizing. Yourself, right, right, you know, right. So. Or you're not distracting people with your incredible good looks. Absolutely. I yeah. think I would laugh at someone good looking if they fell in dog shit or something like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, as far as being on stage, it's I've never actually. You know what? No, that is that's not true. I've seen guys on stage where I'm like, oh, and you know what? Anytime that a guy is like good looking on stage, and he complains about not getting and understanding women or any relationship issues there's a part of me that's just like oh fuck you you know i've never thought about that because never? that just doesn't affect me like whenever <laughs> well not like affect me it's not like something i think about you right, know right. like i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of like uh male comics straight male comics that i think are conventionally attractive and i've never thought about it like uh, right, that, right. That, that if they do kind of go a self-deprecating route i certainly know with attractive female comics you you see them you see them speaking from some vantage point in their mind where it's like so uh, i don't need to say, i don't have a boyfriend it's like well no that's not believable because right. you're tra- but right. when you yep. see them sort of speaking from that 
id perspective or whatever, but um, because that's how they perceive themselves. Now, why why is it that um, icons like a Joan Rivers or a Kathy Griffith or are these are kind of bitchy kind of characters is so loved by the gay community because they have such a strong gay following? It's why be- do you think that is? It's because gay men patently do not support each other, so they would never. They want to see themselves represented on stage, right. but um, they don't want it to actually be another gay man because I don't know that would be deferring to another gay man and that's just because gay men are just inherently self-loathing but also sort of you know um brought yeah, up i'm just to trying be, to think to who, who so. would be the the largest gay male comedian there wouldn't be one what about yeah, bruce valanche I, <laughs> I, I, I love i love wise i love yeah, bruce valanche but no that's not that's i'm trying not, to think i i never thought no. about this before but there isn't one You're i mean right. i certainly have my well scott capuro Scott Capuro oh, is brilliant. Yes. The very first But he's I, not a household name like the other ones all. I mentioned. Not at all. Yes. I mean, I hadn't. Scott the, is great. The first time I saw Scott Capuro, I was like, okay, that's the first time I've sort of seen what I think that I am represented right. on stage. Right. So that was, and I, sadly, I only knew of him from Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Um, but, um, so I didn't even know he was a comic. But the very first gay male comic that actually. <laughs> I was aware of was Mario Cantone from Seen oh, on the right. View. Oh, right. Yes, Mario. Yeah. yeah, of course. And if you even yeah. want to say that if he's a stand-up comic, I think he's probably one of, more of a one-man show. Yeah, performer. But this yeah, isn't entertainer. Someone, this isn't someone. Scott Thompson gonna... falls in that same category. Scott Thompson great. definitely he's, You know, does. definitely uh, yeah. the last couple of years come along in the stand-up. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, well, Jason Stewart is someone. Like, there are all these guys who were, like, out there on the very forefront of it and stuff right. like that. And so I think that they kind of... God, oh, I won't. Okay, maybe I won't be a cunt about this, but like, okay, oh, no, like these cunt, were please. these were people who were like they really benefited from being very, you know, like the lone blue whale in the ocean kind of thing. And so now that there are other options, right? There, there are other routes to see yourself represented, sure. and and I'm going to say that that's going to work. That works as well for Kathy Griffin. I love Kathy Griffin so much, um, you know, and she's one of the reasons I got into comedy. Mm-hmm. That said, would I ever pay money to go and see her act? Right, never, right, never. And I really do feel that she's still stuck in a very 90s kind of condescending way where she's like, gays, get a load of this. I went to shares and I'm just like... Can you not talk to me like that? Right. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. like it's like no, like oh, you find it pandering still, or like oh, it's pandering, but it's condescending. It's patronizing, right? Yeah, yes. but like it's yes. also someone who thinks like well, but like like whatever bones I give you, you'll yeah. take. You know, now no, she's done a lot for the community and stuff, but I mean, again, I would never pay money to go and see right. that. Oh Jesus Christ, yeah, right. So, but Joan and Joan Rivers is like great too, but Joan Rivers is still very, you know. But she's like, have you read her book, Enter Talking? Yes. Yeah, she, you know, she was there on the front fucking yes, lines yes. back in the 50s. So, you know. I mean, she's know. getting a resurgence right now amongst comedians. A lot of people are coming out and saying yeah. how great they think, like Jim Norton and Louis C.K., all these mm-hmm. people are giving her a lot of love. I don't agree with everything she does. I think mm-hmm. some of the jokes she does, I kind of roll my eyes at. Well, what what are know? the jokes that she does that you roll your eyes at? Uh, well, even recently. Go whole, on her Twitter feed yeah, right now. But that Jesus. whole Costco fiasco was a bit of a joke for me. Well, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, any time that people compare. <laughs> Uh, a, a, a bookstore that doesn't want to sell your book to Nazi Germany. Right. I remember she showed up at like a, a Costco with like a, a shopping cart full of her books and she was handing them out to people, but then she was like, what is this, Nazi Germany? I mean, no, it's a bookstore yeah, that doesn't want to sell your far. shit. I mean, get get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not really... Uh, it was just... One of those well, that's ex- just one of those examples I'm saying. Like I, I, you know, fight for her right to say whatever she wants, but I don't always agree with what she says. That's all. You mm-hmm. know, um, when did when did you when did you come out? 
How old were you uh, okay. when you did uh, that? 19. 19? 19. Now, okay, can I ask you, okay, okay, when I was in grade six, I vaguely remember there was, like, no, I, I clearly remember there was a guy, and only thinking back on it now, I believe that, like, that guy w- was, like, he was so flamboyant, mm-hmm. and he was so, he did everything that was, like, gay stereotype, That, but I don't think, hey, at grade six, I don't think if he knew what he was, but, like, looking back on it now, I guess, I bet that guy is is gay now mm-hmm. do you think i mean do you remember like other like kids that you grew up with that sort of, of had that of in course them? well i would have been that in high school right I mean, 19 is far after high school age. see i just yeah. i just i yeah. remember this kid blair and i just yeah. remember him being wow he's really enthusiastic yeah about like everything yeah. and like and lots of singing and dancing and his name was blair and, and blair <laughs> where are you gonna go really yeah. actually i could tell you his last name too and then it, yeah. it goes so well as a gay i don't want to say yeah. the guy's full name i'm not gonna do that no but it was like I remember him referring to him being as enthusiastic and also, well, uh, and then later I'm pretty sure he's gay now, but it's like, but then I remember going to like Maple Leaf Gardens to watch like uh, wrestling and there would be like drunk fans. I know, I now I know that they are drunk, uh, but back then I was like, wow, they're really enthusiastic, Yeah. but they were just drunk. And Which is the I was... same thing, gay and drunk. <laughs> it's kind of like a constant buzz, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing to me. I love that. Yeah. The uh, one thing that uh, I do remember, I think you were uh, hosting, um, but and I don't know if maybe you were hosting in Hamilton, and Hamilton was yeah, a very steel, steel town. I remember that gig. And yeah. uh, I remember getting the gig sheet, and I could remember seeing that you were hosting. I don't can't remember if I was. Uh, you were headlining. Fe- featuring. I can or tell you the other okay. person who was middling. Oh, who was the other Anna person? Gustafson. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I do remember. I can that. still remember that it was Valentine's Day, two thousand and ten. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, because uh, Lady Gaga's born this way came out that week. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, week, uh, I th- yeah, and we drove there, and uh, and we were we were. Rapping about Lady Gaga, but and yes. then, uh, but also I remember skimming the gig sheet, going like, "Oh well, uh, Andrew Johnson's MC. I wonder at what point he's going to either come out to the audience." But I don't remember if you did. But... No, probably I don't really. When I'm if I'm MCing, there's the reason. Do you feel like you is, have to, or do you feel yes, like that people okay, already get? Number one, I see. I just got back from the East Coast, okay. and I, I I featured out there, and um, yeah, in my feature set, I don't even come out, and yeah, you have to. Um, and if people are resistant to it or like, like if I do, um, I do need to, you know, sort of, yeah, it's exhausting to make this like five minutes dance where you need to like set it up and then contextualize it right. and then do, oh God. And it's just exhausting. So I, a lot I of the agree, times yeah. I just don't even do it. Cause right. I'm just like, and then people are like, oh my God, well, how can you not? I mean, look at you. And I'm like, you know awesome but also i'm like no you'd be you'd be amazed you'd be amazed that if i don't right no some people don't know not not some people like 90 right right yeah 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 you know but i mean if you as long as you keep it neutral to not relationships it's 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 just jokes or jokes and i mean if i'm responding to a heckler you know i'll be like i'll be like oh miss thing is being a bitch tonight you know like i'll still go there but just people are you know, so obtuse that you know. Yeah. They, no, I, I just. But like, yeah, if I'm MC, no, I don't. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't have time to be doing like, all right, so let me just uh, massage this topic. Yeah. And it's just like, no, it's just all right, fuckface. Is it your birthday? Right. Where are you yeah. From? Like, no, but I don't, I, yeah. You know, but, but just Hamilton's a very working man's town. It, it, I, I don't know what if they even have a pride parade. It, it's just the. Uh, yeah, but I think I, it's a good. They have a gay, gay bar community. called the Embassy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the Embassy. <laughs> So, yeah. Do you run there with your gay passport of just like um, and if you feel like you're in trouble or something? You know, I haven't had the uh, opportunity to yet uh, to go to the embassy in Hamilton, but uh, you know, 
if they if the price is right. Well, I guess I just <laughs> I just feel like I, I, I was. Uh, but there's a part where, where you refer to yourself as a uh, was it a, a chichi man? Oh god, this is years ago. Oh, oh okay, do you, if you don't do that bit anymore. <laughs> no, not really. Because you, I remember you. you, really. you, you, you I did. Yeah, you, you killed that night. And and it was just it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, this is really cool that that you didn't seem to hold back on any material, no. and people just seem to accept it, it no matter what. It depends. Like I mean, if like there's, you know, like if I could just do gay stuff all the time, I would because obviously that's you know my life. But um and but it just that whenever people are like, oh, homophobia in comedy clubs, I'm like, it's not that. That's not the reason you can't do gay stuff. It's a reference point. It's a point right. of reference. People do not know, you know, they do not know all the subtext to this shit. And so if I'm going to do, like, if I'm going to do something like my grinder bit that you were, like, mentioning before, grinder, I'm going to need to, number one, like, in all those bits, I've now needed to figure out that I'm going to need to explain them, make sure. that explanation funny. Right, right. Then, Yeah, build know, the bridge then, to, so they like, can but get But, like, it. also it's just, like, everything needs to be explained yeah. in a humorous manner and then whatever I want to say about it. Whereas if I'm, you know, in front of like some sort of gay audience, like, you know, you don't need to do that. You don't yes. need to explain who yes. Kim Kardashian is. Right. You don't need to explain. <laughs> what grinder is. Yeah. You know, grinder is. But, you know, if you're, you know, again, the older I get, the longer I'm in this business, I realize I'm, it's much less about making art. And it's just like, let's just get the fucking job done. You right. know? So, well, that's 90% of you know, it right there. So, and I can. But I mean, that's not. What, I can. I'm but, not some one man show fucking trick. Right. You know, I'm. A, I am. I am fucking employable. So, yeah, no, anyway. you're in the trenches. There's yeah. no doubt. You're yeah, definitely yeah. doing all the different venues and yeah. not just one. Oh, I'm yes. showing for a dollar. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I'm not turning are. down fucking yeah. work anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but one of the beauties is that the art can be in these shows like Bitch Absolutely. Salad. Absolutely. Oh well, and also, I mean, you know, I don't want to be, you know, ungrateful. Like, I mean, it is really wonderful that when I can go to fucking Newfoundland. And yeah. I can no, find, of course. And it's still, I really get a lot of joy from finding common ground and yeah, stuff like that. Well, yeah. uh, not that I'm like complaining about Newfoundland. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was oh my great. God, it's I had the place. best time out there. Yeah. Oh my God. The, uh, I guess, I mean, when, when you, when you book the shows for the women, do you, do you ever tell them like, listen, don't tailor your act to a, a, a gay crowd? I tell people to, um, go further than they would. I'd, really? I'd, I'd, I'd say that like, this is a place where you can get away with a lot more and you can much more, um, you know, act on your impulses and do what you want to do. Um, cause like, again, like uh, Julie Ladkowitz, for instance, would be someone that, um, I know her club set. Like I know her club action. Sure. I know what she would do at Bitchell. Absolutely. Two Absolutely. very different things. And Absolutely. what she would do at Bitchell is much more. Yes. You know what she would want to do. Right. Do you think she, she wants to be who she is at Bitch Salad more of when course. she's on a traditional Completely, stage? But there's not. There's not, and of she course. wouldn't disagree with you. Like, there's yeah. not, but there's not the opportunity to be on. Like, yeah. Right. I do the only show like that, and all, and one of the only ones in North America. We were just profiled in the Advocate, like yeah. a, little, yeah. a little bit ago. But it's very true. Like when I was in New York a little while ago, I was asking uh, some female comics that I know there. I was just like, well, is there, you know, like a place where to do you know, this sort of yeah. happens? And it doesn't in no. fucking Manhattan. Yeah, which yeah. is like. You know, a one hundred times the size of this. There yeah. is there is nothing right like that for them. Mm. So um, that's what I'd be doing when I moved to New York. <laughs> so do you have, do you have do. New York New York on your mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you find Toronto limiting in as yes. far as the places like? Yes, it's lost its charm. But I mean, like a guy like Scott Capuro, he doesn't really necessarily play to just gay crowds, does he? Or, uh, or no, he no, plays no, everywhere. he plays everywhere. Yeah. No, no, but and I he's mean, based out of, I think I'm he's based not out saying of that I want to. Like, I would say that that's what I would like. Ho like, that would be my sort of pet 
project to right. do in New York, and I, I, oh, you know, there'd be a greater talent pool. Yeah, yeah. To, to pick from, but oh no, no, that's not. Oh, are you talking about not, taking bitch salad to New York and doing oh, not, no, starting something like I would like start that? something, or like, start to something New York. like that. Yeah, you yeah. You know, when 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 I'm settled there, yeah. and that would just be my kind of weekly right, thing. But right. just the very fact that there is not like entertainment like that programmed for yeah. that audience and that population that is there of uh, number one talent number two actual audience members right it's it blows my mind but anyway. now we don't have a lot of time left yeah, but the one, no it's okay we're all good the one thing i want to ask you is you were doing your show well before pride came on board and how important was it that pride did come on board they're not they're not at no, all. No, you no. just happen to be there during that week. I, or? Well, I'm part of the Buddies in Bad Times uh, Pride subscription, like uh, subscription for they uh, every year Buddies in Bad Times programs their own like three weeks of Pride. Oh, and, um, and I'm part of that. I did not know that. No, no. They, uh, in Pride Toronto, Buddies in Bad Times Queer Pride would be listed. Like right. the individual shows. Yes. Would not be. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, they're not. They're not. And a lot, but you know, I'm sure they probably would. I don't know. I I just don't have to energy to right, you know, right. to go through all that red tape and stuff. And have you ever thought about maybe kind of taking this to other even towns yeah, in yeah, Canada? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I, what I, town would you do next, do you uh, think? Halifax, probably. Yeah. Yeah, Halifax, Ottawa, London. Does it, does it matter? I, I've been approached by, like, places to yeah, do that, but yeah. uh, we can't agree on a number. Does it, so. does, it, <laughs> right, right. does it matter if the town actually has a gay scene to it, or do you or, or do you want to just pull audiences in from everywhere? It depends, it depends who I have on the bill. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could probably do something with, like, Jeannie DeMacos and Sarah Hennessy based on, like, video and trial brand recognition. Right. Um, yeah. In terms of, like, um, But, I mean, places, there are all... Every every place just like they have like a like a comedy festival it seems nowadays like yes. across Canada yeah they all have prides yeah yeah like no, they yeah. all have prides and again like I have been approached by like out of town prides and mm-hmm. stuff but it's just I'm sorry like I I'm not going there for free right you know like yeah no no so of course you can't just, it's just something where we need to kind of agree on a number but uh, Halifax has seemed like the sort of most uh, eligible yes. For those things, yep. but uh, it's you'd be amazed. You, I have done pride shows, just one-offs by myself before out of town where I've been where I've been booked, and I've been really my eyes have been open. So have you been doing much college work? Because that was the last gig we did together. Remember? Yes. Oh my god, that was forever <laughs> ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did. You know. I, I, the last one that I would have done, I would have done that nooner at Fanshawe. Like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the spring, yeah. but. I'm going to Coco this year, finally. Are you? Yeah, okay. so I'm excited about that. Showcasing or performing that Showcasing. for it? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. That's good. What uh, Now, uh, like, when you do, ha- have you found that the video on trial thing is, uh, has it? Has there been any hindrance to- towards what you do from no, it? or but like- not, like, a lot of help either. <laughs> right. No, it's, I'm not from, like, the generation that really benefited from that. Yes. Like, I'm not, like, the there's like Trevor. I've always said there's three comics that yeah. benefited. Yeah, basically. And then everyone else's. It's gave yeah. a little pop. But, I mean, you know, the th- there have definitely been things. There have definitely been many things that I've gotten because of it. Um, but uh, nothing that – it's not like there's been anything where, uh, like – I get passes for that, you know, right, like, right? You know, so it's 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 been a like, you know, it's still about your live act. It's all about. We've yeah. had this conversation like yes. years ago where it's just like, it is about your merits as a live performer. Yep. And if you cannot do that, you get yep. no pass. And yep. it's it's very true. So, but I mean, I have been seen. So, 
incrementally. You know, I mean, yeah. that sh- I've been on that show since 2006 now. So, right, <laughs> I mean, right. you know, like, like it's, and they're you know, still making episodes, yeah. right? They're still making. Episodes. Yeah. So well, well I mean, there's there's eight. always going to be shitty music videos, and there's always going to be 13 year old people in Moncton. It's yeah, it's regenerating. But now, like, you know, what was funny? It was like when Justin Bieber like saw Deborah Giovanni at one of the Much Music sort of award shows. It was funny because like Justin Bieber knew who Deborah was. Yeah. And had been watching her on video and trial for longer than he's had a career. Yeah. And it's just a... It's, it's insane. I remember he was on Much On Demand, which it used to be called the day before. Um, myself, Eddie Delisepi, and Jeannie DeMarcus were on for uh, Love Court. Yes. Literally this little kid from Stratford, uh, Justin Bieber, was on the day before that. We were like, hmm. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh, have, no, you, yeah. have you ever met someone that you've made fun of in one of the videos? No, no, no. No, how much? But because I mean, the video trial is one of the few shows in Canada where a comic actually gets to really be themselves. Mm-hmm. Even though they, some I've heard some people complain that they write shit for you and then they'll just use that Boomer? shit. Boomer, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, no, Boomer does because you know, uh, God bless him and his body is sickening. But no, it is. I know he, it makes it, uh, I, I, the I, writer a... of the of all time. No, he's not, and he knows that. Yeah, but, but Boomer Phillips is a very. Uh, and I love. How, how would you even describe yeah, him? No, he's, yeah, not, yeah. Uh, he's not a stand-up, but he's a very comedic performer. But he, well, he started as a stand-up. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I don't know if he was uh, really a, a, a diehard. He's a comedic performer, but he's not a very uh, sarcastic or cutting person. Where that show, you have to have a little bit of pop culture knowledge and a little acidic. You have to be a little acidic in what you're doing. But he's a very jackass really sort him. of gross out kind jackass, of guy. Yes. I mean, I mean, at the at the at the heart of it, your yeah. children's performer. But he's he's I mean, yeah. you know yeah. it's. It's a whoa, but, he, you know, he, like it's, it's, but he's a very well put together big guy, and oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's like a football a, player, and he's the yeah. kind of guy yeah. that like if His I just is amazing. if I just saw him, I would hate him because you know he's so uh, you know he's a very good looking dude. But then if and you so talk to gentle, them, like very nice and yeah. gentle and affable yep. and polite, and, and he's yeah, just man. one of the goofiest guys yeah. you'll ever meet. And goofy, too. yeah, he's wonderful. So June twenty eighth, June twenty eighth, bitch salad. If people bitch want salad. tickets, what's Buddies the best way to go? Com, okay. Four one six nine seven five eight five. No, four one six eight seven five nine five five five. And just a couple comics that are on the show. Uh, it will be Dini Namakos in her final performance before she gives birth and probably ever. Oh, uh, I didn't even know Emma, she was knocked up. Yeah, yeah. Emma yeah. Hunter, Christy Olsen, Sarah Hennessy, the Cheeto Girls, and Julie Klausner from How Is Your Week. I can I just oh. I want to just ask one question. How do you get like who is the photographer that does your posters? Sylvia Pereira. Sylvia yes. Pereira. Everyone yes. should know her. Sylvia Pereira, photographer. She's amazing. And who designs the posters? Anthony I Supa. Yes. Okay. He's, so done, those, he's done every single he's one. He's done a great job. Those two people are like, she's an, an excellent photographer, and she seems to take be, be able to get f- comics that aren't, you know, necessarily oh, the prettiest. Or aren't wacky even. Sometimes there's some really good shots. Yeah. Well, I can think oh, of yeah. one comic that you might not think is Ooh. the most photogenic. I'm not going to say their name. Okay, but... we'll say it after. Okay, I will, right. definitely. And then also Arianne Young does her styling, and that's not to be discussed. But she, yes. and, and, okay, whoever does the, who's involved the in the package. production, they're amazing, mm-hmm. and but and they're very skilled at making not necessarily the most uh, uh, attractive or photogenic ladies, oh, yeah. Quite the stunning uh, photo-wise. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. Oh, well, I've noticed. If if, <laughs> if uh, and, and you know people from all around North America, all if not all around the world, come to Pride. So if you're uh, yes. in the if you're yes. in Toronto and uh, and you want a, a fun night of comedy, these shows are very popular. It's always the best thing that happens. All Pride. <laughs> it, it is, and I'm not like being sarcastic. It's like it is. It's, it's a strong fu- show There's above no, and beyond. No I mean, There's nothing no else. Every other, every one of these other bitches putting on a show is basic with a capital B. This is like it. So 
yeah. I've I've talked to enough female comics that have done it, and not a single person has said a bad thing. So over 31 shows, you know, you're bound to have one person go, it was just okay, but it never happens. But I mean, do do straight guys ever? numbers. Oh, yes. Our audience is very mixed now. Our audience is really, it's it's probably But you never worry about alienating straight guys? It's not because at this point people know what they're signing up for. You're not getting your cock sucked in the bathroom, Dave. No, but if all the jokes were about... Hey, you ever date a guy? And I'm like, well, actually, no, I don't the thing know about, about that The is. thing about Bitchell that I would really say is just, like, it's the place where there's a bottomless reference level. Yeah. Um, like, that's just a place where people, they know they can come and be sort of their most, their more intellectual, but also highest reward. It's right. not too cool for school, but, like, if people die there, they die. Yeah. They die. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think I think if a lot of straight guys just were like sort of like if they realize that gay guys are just as horny as straight guys, but they're hornier. Hor- hor- if not hornier, and but their horniness is directed towards yeah. dudes as opposed to women. Well, and when you I were just s- talking about the the you know dick shot or whatever, right? I was st- saying with her <laughs> in the control room, I was just like, that is currency with yeah. gay guys. Yeah. Like, I'm just like <laughs> that is not untoward, and <laughs> and I'm just like. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Is the, because I often, I've had straight guys that talk about venues and, and, and hey, what am I doing at a gay venue? What, what do I need to worry about? And they're like, don't worry about being too dirty. You can go as dirty as you want. So anyways, Darren, yeah. we'll get out we of here. We got to wrap it up. So uh, June 28th, Bitch Salad, buddy in badtimestheater.com. And uh, thank you, Andrew. Thank you for Thank you on. so much. This it was, was great. Fun. All right. Thanks for having You wouldn't pick them up on the side of the road, but thanks for listening now. This is Anything Goes. Hi, this is Kate Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at Kate Davis Comic, or you can find me on my website at www.katedavis.ca. I'll get back to you as well. And you are listening to Dave Martin and Darren Frost on XM Radio. Guess which host has to start their car with a breathalyzer? This is Anything Goes. Hey there, everybody. We're back from the uh, break. This is the uh, third segment of Anything Goes for the week of June 11th, 2013. Yes. We just had Andrew Johnson on promoting his Bitch yes, Salad show. Did, yeah. I got all my gay questions out of the you way. You did get them all out of the way. Not out of the well. You did. Yeah. You were I getting a little worked more... up when you were describing that man, how his body was like a football player. You are getting all worked up there. Well, I wanted know. to throw some oil in the corner. See what happened. <laughs> throw, I don't even know what that. What does that term even mean? Throw, throw some oil some in the so corner. You guys could just you know roll around in it. You're getting all hot and bothered when you're. I'm just saying, Boomer Phil is, is a guy that's uh, very in he, shape he, and very. Yeah, yeah he, he, I get it. He works out well, sure. but he's also the kind of guy that, like, if you just saw him, uh, you'd be like, "Oh, fuck this guy! What does he know?" No, he's a, he's a good-looking football player kind of. But looking he's guy. genuinely funny too, and a nice guy. I want to have Boomer on sometime. He yeah. told me a funny anecdote of when. Uh, remember when Howie Mandel had that. Fucking shithole, horrible show, uh, reality show. Of, yeah, how uh, we do it. Yeah, the hidden camera show. And so I guess there was a um, Boomer has a talent that he can fart at yes. any at, yes, at the drop can. of a hat. Yeah, or at, at any moment he can fart loudly. And uh, I guess he was uh, on the show with these other uh, 
um, actor types that will, you know, <laughs> I've been to Stratford. I have been done Shakespeare in the park. And, yeah. and Boomer's just farting away. I think there were two things that they were on where uh, Boomer was uh, with a bunch of people in a uh, trapped in an elevator. And then there was another one where they were at a yoga class mm-hmm. and Boomer was constantly farting. And then it just, but it's an interesting talent to have. But yeah, sure. just to see the snobbiness of some uh, people who think are legit actors. No, it's good. Are, I mean, uh, I would like to have him. talked a little bit of news with uh, and some pop culture with Andrew. But, you know, whenever someone's in here the first time, we get, we get into a long chat about them. And so next time, you know, it won't be so much about them. It'll be about the news and pop culture because he's very funny and he's got his own. Uh, his own opinions on the uh, pop culture world. Well, we were, we're, before we went to air, we were talking, we're talking about, about um, Amanda Bynes' and craziness. Lindsay Lohan and all And you people. keep thinking that I'm attached, I'm attracted to every crazy chick. I'm, I mean, I'm attracted, but yeah. uh, I don't, you know, I don't... I'm, att- I'm attracted to the crazy. I mean, you know, yeah. I get it. I understand why it's attractive because it's, you know, it's crazy. You don't know what's going to happen next. But, but it's like an amusement park ride at like yes. a, a Disneyland. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, hey, I don't want to... I don't want to be on this ride for you know, 24 for, hours. Well, yeah, yeah, or in a relationship. Three I, minutes, come and leave. Yeah, I don't want to even probably go out with this girl for a month. Right. Maybe it'd be fun one, one night, but that's yeah. kind of it. I might spill my pop on her, and that's about it. <laughs> on the way um, down. Uh, but yeah, I always love. I mean, gay guys always talk about a lot of shit that I I, I don't give a shit about, yeah. like pop culture wise. But you know that that'd be funny to have him on talking about more stuff like that. Uh, I had a, well, also, Andrew's got a very kind of uh, fearless kind of, he doesn't care what he says kind of thing. Did you have, did you know flamboyant kids when you were in like grade school? Sure. And did you kind Never of- Never thought they did, were gay. Well, but did you even know what gay was? Uh, yeah, but I, it's weird. I lived some kind of weird existence in, in Brantford, a small you town. You still do, but yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I never, and it just didn't consider it until I moved to Toronto. Did you know like, what- I never, I never even met someone who was Jewish till I moved to Toronto. And how did you? You probably met Jewish people. Of they course, just didn't wear it, it on their sleeve or, or on their head. You know, yeah. like yarmulkes and stuff like that. They just <laughs> in my hometown. I'm sure I did, but we just things just didn't come up. Like and we I'm didn't. pretty. And for the record, I don't think Jewish people would ever wear it on their sleeve. No, uh, not after not the, now. Not after the dust kick up in the forties, yeah. but. But um, I'm just saying it's like I guess I lived a very sheltered life where – and, you know, uh, yeah, kids called other kids fag, and we didn't really know what that meant at the time. Right. But um, I didn't really use that word. Even I didn't really – But did you know reason. what a fag was? Uh, I just thought it was an idiot. Like right. Like a stupid – like a loser. I didn't know it meant you're gay. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I thought, too. And when someone told me what gay was, it was more of like, oh, ha, 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 it's very funny, but it yeah. doesn't happen. But I think also I think kids now are more exposed to – what gay is sure, and, and more way that, earlier age like yeah i mean i mean i still remember the internet what, man it's fucking changed everything one uh well you know i mean how liberace was allowed to you know never came out of the closet right for his entire life right. i mean i i don't know if freddie Those mercury soccer did. grandmas would lose their shit man yeah yeah and they would have they he would i really think he would have had no career i um I keep on remembering, you know, the the band Frankie goes to Hollywood. Yes, of course. Super gay. Yes. I, and and not. I think they were they out. Yes. As far oh, as their big time. Oh, big time. Well, I didn't know that. I know that they came to Toronto, and I think I was fourteen. All I knew was I thought their music was good. Yeah. But I had no idea what any of it meant. Oh yeah. And so I was like, I, 
I think I was trying to convince my parents. I was like, hey, I'll just go to the, just let me go to the <laughs> concert and pick me up yeah. outside afterwards. Yeah. And nowadays, I'm like, thank God that did not happen because sure. who knows what would have happened yeah. if, I, if I went to Frankie Goes to Hollywood at 14. Yeah. I don't even know if oh that was God. allowed. Back I think then. you'd have a show called Bitch Salad going on at Buddies and Bad Times. Yeah, maybe. 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 But maybe. Uh, and if I just, I don't, know, I don't even want to think about that. But that's the thing. And they were from Britain, and in Britain, it wasn't a big deal if you were gay and out. I mean, Freddie Mercury was from there, Boy George. Frankie goes to Hollywood. There was, uh, you know, the Communards. All these Bronski beat. All these bands were openly gay and selling tons of records over there. Were they openly gay? Openly gay. Oh yeah. Well, maybe when they came the over to Northam. The only openly gay here would have been the Village People, and even that was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Are they gay or not? Right. Well, in the seventies and eighties, there was no one in America that would. Uh, Elton John even didn't talk about it. Well, yeah. In the 70s. But Elton John, like, was married to a woman for a while. And, yeah. yeah. And had a kid and shit, but he had a kid like and I've always shit. said, I, I, I've always, it's harsh to say, I really don't hope my children are gay, only because I would love them, I'd uh, totally accept them, but just all the bullshit that comes along with having to be gay and just being yourself. Right. You're being judged all the time, and, you know, I just, I, I just don't wish it on Do anyone. Do you see it in any of your kids at this point? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Uh, that's like a, a Rob Ford. Uh, you smoke crack. No comment. Um, I just think I just think that whole culture goes through a lot of fucking bullshit that isn't necessary. Sure, I really do. I think it's it's getting uh, a it's better. getting better. It's getting a lot they, better. They, they tell me not. I don't right. know because I don't live it. But I like to think it's getting better. Is it getting better? I don't know. Well, there's still there's still uh, there's still a lot of uh, places in the states where you can't like a a guy who's openly gay in high school can't go to a prom yeah. with his boyfriend. And did you see that? Uh, did you see that one story about the girl who couldn't go to her prom because her big chest? Yeah. Well, there the oh, was like I, when I read it to my to Brandy, my wife, I'm like, oh man, Dave Martin's gonna get a flight there. Oh well, no, I wouldn't get a flight there. What to meet her or just yeah, no, or just to see her? Like, did you see her chest? Yes, I did. I know you did. You know what? I felt most uncomfortable for the. Uh, when they had to interview the dad on the news and basically that is like tell us about your daughter's huge tits please how do you deal with your daughter's huge, huge tits, tits on a daily basis do you cover them would you let her yeah. walk around the house with that outfit on well yeah probably no, I'm saying to no, the, dad. To the dad probably <laughs> you, Dave. well what Fuck. the dad couldn't yeah, be like be, uh, just wear your bra and underwear honey it's well, a hot day <laughs> Honey, I'm calling my daughter honey. honey yeah, honey. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, the well, the dad can't imply cover your tits up because you're making your dad horny. Right. He would have to be like, no, you can wear whatever you want around yeah. here. He's probably not going to invite his football buddies over. But uh, one thing I wanted to get to you before, uh, uh, both you and I, we do, we both have uh, cars, and so yep. sometimes driving to gigs, we're responsible for driving people, you sure. know, uh, picking people up, dropping people off, and shit. Do you um, do you have uh, the double standard of like when you drop a chick off at her home? Uh, at night, uh, at, at night, right? And you'll wait for her to get securely into her house. Yes, every wait time. For the door, and when it you drop off a guy, yeah, you just, just fucking. You I don't even stop the car. Off. I just yeah. he rolls out, and that's it. That is a weird thing. It though. is double standard. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's not bother. I mean, I dropped Rob Pugh off at his place. No, I dropped Don Pere off at his place, and then I was driving off with Rob Pugh to drop. Give him a lift to his place, and I turned to him and I said, "Oh, that's kind of weird that we didn't even see, wait for Dom to Actually, get to his house." Actually, you know what? Now I think about it, um, it happens more than not. But there has been times where I've waited for the guy to get into their house, yeah, because it was just kind of a weird situation, like dark or something, right? Where I'm like, "Well, what if he doesn't have his key <laughs> or something? He can't get yeah. in." Yeah, I have. Yeah. I think Rob and I were joking about that we could actually see like two dudes in the bushes jerking off, <laughs> and we could actually overhear them going, "Hey, let's rape that guy." Yeah, and we even if we heard it, we'd be like, "Ah, you're on your own. You're on your own." <laughs> Yeah, I got yeah. you home. 
But uh, Game of Thrones is on. Yeah, I don't know. I still, uh, yeah, I, I still don't think I would stop. But it's one all of right, those well, things. that is uh, that is the show for this week. Uh, oh, I wanted to say we. Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, our Headstones podcast that was up uh, is up and it, it's running, and also the episode that we did with Sabrina Jalees and Dave Hudson is up, and uh, okay. a whole bunch of new ones. Go and listen to the ones from uh, that we did live in Winnipeg with John Dorn, Kenny Robinson. I heard I listened to them again. It was some really funny shit. I think yep. it's us at our uh, our, at our, our best. best. Yep, but, for sure. Um, and any other announcements of where you're going to be appearing? Uh, no, but in July, my fourth DVD will be coming out. Emotional Terrorism will be coming out on. Online and a physical product. So if you do live in the states and you want to just uh, do the old uh, seven dollar download, it will be possible. Or uh, there will be uh, a physical DVD that's three hours long with bonus features of over two hours of craziness. So uh, if you're interested, go to my website comedyhorror.com. Is there is there going to be more footage of shit get thrown? Get thrown oh yeah, in? all kinds of stuff. Well, the last time you were at the Rivoli was that last on? time the Rivoli. Uh, that's that has be not on been there. released. That's not been released. And, and the cancer one, the longer oh, version yeah, of the cancer yeah, one, yeah, the yeah. Kumbaya thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to be in uh, Kitchener this weekend with uh, Rob Ross and Mike McGregor. Uh, you can come and check that out if, if you want to, but uh, it's all right if you don't. <laughs> all right. Um, anyways, that's it. And also, I'm in PEI in July. July. Uh, 20th, I believe. I'm in Charlottetown for return engagement, so I'm performing at The Rod, so check my website for all the dates and information. Thank you, and good night. And good night, everybody. Farts Hawaii. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show, and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter, at Comedy Whore, at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes by typing Anything Goes on XM. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes hopes you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy. <laughs>